Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ said, Be ye wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Amen. Obviously, I've taken, I've taken my time to explain to you over the This was a saying of Christ. And time has proven that it was a wise saying. Because one thing that we are all sure is that as, as all animals are getting less and lesser and needs to be protected before they survive, the snake is not. Nobody likes the snake, but the snake is increasing. It's amazing. They have been, there's no law in the world that says don't kill snakes. Yet, they increase. There's no law. Don't kill snakes. Have you seen Don't kill snakes. But there's a law, don't kill elephants. Don't kill lions. Don't, there are laws to protect them. But there's no law to protect the snake. Even though nobody likes it, it is increasing. Even though nobody wants to admire it, it is still increasing. And Jesus said, to flourish or to do well, you must learn the wisdom of the snake. And like I said last week, he, he didn't tell us to become snakes. He didn't say turn into a snake. He said learn the wisdom of a snake. Because some Christians rather will turn into a snake. <laughs> I haven't mentioned any name. How can a pastor go to a church and say that I turn into a snake and I visit my church member? Rubbish. As a pastor who said on radio, National radio that he can turn into a snake. I mean, if I, I, would, I would leave the church immediately. A, a reverend who can turn into a snake? I mean, come on. That's a, either you are mad or you, are, you have an evil spirit. He said, be wise. Didn't he say turn into a snake? Hallelujah. So, learn. Amen. Yeah. He said, learn from the wisdom. Learning with you about certain wisdoms of the snake. I hope you remember. Because I'm finishing. What did I tell you first? Living. Okay? And the next one was what? Masters of what? Contentment. Be content. Be content. And what's the next one? That was not a, that's another service. That's contentment. Okay? So, okay, so I saw I finished with contentment. Yeah. Hmm? Hallelujah. <laughs> Status change. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay? Comparing yourself one to another. You are not wise. Amen. I'm preaching. No business. The word of God is the most important thing. Hallelujah. For your word. Preach to us. Bring light. Revelation. Anointed the words that I speak about another wisdom of the snake which has made it flourish and do well. Hallelujah. Handicaps. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter, Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. Behold, I sent you, no, Revelation 2 7. He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. The tree of life. What is in the middle? To him that what? To him that what? Revelation chapter 2 verse 17. 17, 2, 17. Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that what? Revelation is the last book in the Bible. And it is giving the basis. The basis for which you will get something. It is based on your... Are you hearing me? Yeah. Masters of a handicap. What is a handicap? You see... Disabled, what else? A weakness, a limitation, a disadvantage, or a challenge. A challenge. Are you hearing me? The, it, it, it was called, at first, the, at first the term was handicap. Mentally handicap. Physically handicap. But now you don't, you don't call it mental handicap. No, now if you say handicap, they, they, they call it discrimination. Now they call it discrimination. So now they call it challenge. So that now the, the, the new term is mental, mentally challenged. Physically challenged. Something, it's a challenge. You don't use the term handicap anymore. It's, about, it's, a, it's a UN charter. You don't call anybody handicap. It's not called a challenge. Are you hear me? So now you can say that, oh, I am mentally challenged. Now, they say if you are short, you can say you are vertically challenged. Don't say you are short. <laughs> it's a vertical challenge. <laughs> Don't call anybody short. Say, I'm sorry. Say, it looks like you are a little bit vertically challenged. Don't say, say you are short. <laughs> yeah. It's a challenge. <laughs> are you hearing me? <laughs> because, <laughs> because, the aim, the, the word challenge is used because the aim is that you must overcome it. Are you hearing me? So even if you are laughing, it, so, so even if you are broke, instead of saying that you are, finan- you are broke, say I'm financially challenged. <laughs> yeah. Because the aim is to overcome it. Hallelujah. Because when you see the word challenge, it means something that you are expected to overcome. And, and if you are single, you can say, I am maritally, you are maritally challenged. Because the aim is to overcome it. Amen. May you overcome all your challenges. Hallelujah. Yeah. The word is challenge. Because there an, an animal that is challenged or handicapped among the snake is the most handicapped animal. Handicap number one is the only animal without legs. Even the lizard has legs. Even lizard has legs. Ants, 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 small ants. Do you know the snakes have no ears? You know. Eyes, but they have no eyelids. They can't close. The eyes can't see. That's how challenging. Yeah. So, even when they are on the grass, they feel the vibration of your foot. They are very sensitive. In fact, the spitting cobra, one of them, the spitting cobra, I'm taking toxicology medicine. 
it uses infrared. You know the, the, the same infrared, the, one, the radar. When they throw the pickup, it, it, it was developed from the splitting cobra. Yeah. You see that? That light in the animal's eyes is the red reflex. It's called the, red, the retina reflex. Red. Because when light, splitting cobra uses infrared. So when it spits, it, that's why it does not miss the eye. It uses, it uses senses. So it looks, it throws straight. It doesn't miss. You're not going to get a spinning cobra spitting on your cheek. It will go straight into your eyes. I'm teaching you some toxicology. And what is the media treatment? What? <laughs> no. What you can use immediately without it is this milk. Use milk. It's a very handicapped animal. Are you hearing me? It's very... You see, I'm teaching you something, overcoming your handicap. The handicap, it has overcome. Okay? Because it is no legs. It has used it for its advantage. That is why. And crawl. Because when you have legs, you can't easily hide. So, so it can easily hide because it is flexible. Handicap into an advantage. Masters. Oh, yeah, it's a good place to cry for the Lord. Yeah. So what do I mean? Your handicap. I'm preaching. Because he said that he that overcometh. And I was sharing with the group of you see, you will understand why you didn't do well. I will understand your failure, but you will not be rewarded. Reward. Yeah. I can I can understand why you fail. And that's, and you didn't finish. And you go to the supervisor, sir, you know, okay. We will understand why you failed. But they will say because <laughs> you came late and you didn't finish. Church, are you hearing me? So, so, they aim, have an attitude. Yeah. An attitude to overcome. But it does not give you a reward. The reward is, you say, he that overcome. You see, if I sell, if I'm, if I move from here to here, okay, I can't. I, I, I wouldn't use the word overcome. I, I just, I just walk from what from point. In. If as I am coming, okay, as I am walking, then I see this. Then I go over it. This is overcoming. You see, I said, oh, I was getting here and there was something in the way. And, 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 and to succeed, you see, Jesus Christ said that there are challenges. And for you to be rewarded, you must overcome them. Your handicap, your challenge. Amen. So, look, I'm teaching us that this is one of the things that you see, Jesus Christ said, eh, he's the Lord and the master and the creator. All things were created by him. And without him was anything made. And he being the creator, he created the elephant. He created the lion. He created the, the whale. He created the snake. And he said, that, look, when it comes to wisdom, learn from this animal. It's amazing. He didn't say, you see, the person who created said, look, among all the things that are created, learn wisdom from this particular one. 
Masters at overcoming handicaps. That's the snake. Totally handicapped animal. And yet still, they have overcome all the obstacles. Hallelujah. Yeah, the wisdom. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say with that is that look, just as, I'm going to give us some handicaps, okay? Just as even the snake is handicapped in the animal kingdom, we also, there are certain handicaps. Can I preach to you? I said, can I preach to you? Listen, even as, a, you see, one of the handicaps you're going to face here is the handicap of an immigrant. I'm preaching to you. The, but the fact that you were not born here, you came here, it's a handicap. Yeah. Yeah. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. There is a handicap. The fact that you were not born here, it's a handicap. Yeah. Immigrant. Im- immigrant. One include his color. Your color is a setback. I can preach. I'm preaching to you. Whether you like it or not, it's a racial world. One man of God said that Sunday morning is the most segregated hour. White pastor, white church. Black pastor, black church. Sunday morning is the most congregated. Go on your TV and see. It is still a certain level. You will see that your nose takes you out. Your color takes you out. Anybody say it's still a racial well. Why do they approach? They call it a white. It's now a white Oscar. All nominees are. You mean you couldn't? Self-destruct. It's a handicap. Are you hearing me? I'm. I'm, I'm going to come there. Look it. And apart from your color, the next thing is your accent. Your accent is a handicap. Hello, eh? Please, what? Yeah. I mean, to hire you. Any good law firm, but we know how because you say. <laughs> it's a handicap. It's a handicap. I said it's a handicap. And you see what? You must overcome that handicap. If you are going to speak, this is how I speak. Then no important company will hire you. Please listen and change. Instead of saying hello, hello, overcome the handicap. I say what? Overcome the handicap. <laughs> change. Just listen and change.
I'm not joking. Oh, it may sound like a joke, but subconsciously they are using it against you. That's why you don't know. Subconsciously they are using it against you. Please, it's a handicap. Your diet is a handicap. Yeah. Your food is a handicap. In fact, some of you, your food had your your diet has become a financial handicap. And I told them, yeah. Your, your, why can't you eat potatoes? You don't have to use. Do, do you know the, the difference between a price of yam and potatoes? I'm preaching. Yeah. You, you must always eat yam. Always go to the Ghana store and buy smoked fish. That is important. It's very expensive. You know, you must learn to overcome your handicaps. As an immigrant, yeah. Your color is an handicap. Your accent is a handicap. Your food is a handicap. Sometimes even your education is a handicap. I'm talking about the handicaps. Your education is a handicap. And here, listen to me carefully, it can become a handicap in both directions. Either for the job. <laughs> both can come against you. This was not here in London. He applied for a job, a cancelled job. And when the guy who was interviewed said, he has only a, a master's and you are, have two PhDs. He told the guy, Excuse me, sir, you are too qualified. Yeah, it's a handicap. Sometimes it's a handicap. You see, you see what I'm saying? try to overcome it. It's a handicap. Maybe the degree that you have, I'm preaching. Hallelujah! I'll get there. You must overcome it. These are handicaps. Are you here with me, church? Most, the, the, the commonest handicap most immigrants face is the hang, hang, handicap of... Uh, the, and there was silence in heaven. <laughs> there is the, the handicap of proper documentation. You cannot operate at any respectable field. So if you plan, by all means necessary, overcome that handicap. Against you. So try and overcome it. Believe. The Bible said there was a city that was besieged by bulwarks, but a poor wise man by his wisdom always limit you. I want you to do well, and I'm telling the handicraft of an immigrant. And unless you are visiting, then don't bother. But, and want to join the group of he that has. Every society that has, every society that has and he that has not. If you want to join the he that has in the society, has not. Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't use it as an excuse. Don't use it as an excuse. And I said, why aren't you working? It's all about reverend, you know. I don't have the proper documentation to work. That's why I'm home. I said, Jack. Jack. I'm a pastor of an immigrant church. I can tell you that about 80%, 60% of my people don't have them, but they're all working, so don't tell me that nonsense. <laughs> you better overcome. Get, 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 get overcome it and let move on. And still use that as an excuse to bo- borrow from people here and there. 
When I look to my church, it's not everybody thing is A to Z, but they are somehow they are in the system and they are moving on. Don't bring yourself. Don't use don't use you that you see, don't cover your laziness with that excuse. Hey, we, we, we've been doing this work for a while. We have had members that when you are going to visit, they say, Reverend, when you come, ask for Abena, don't ask for me. <laughs> we have had members, so we are going to visit them. And they'll say, when you come, don't ask for Joe, ask for Abena. <laughs> oh, mercy. Lord, have mercy. I said, Lord, have mercy. Overcome your handicap. I said, overcome your handicap. For wisdom, grace and mercy. I say, Grace and mercy, Lord, have mercy on me and let me overcome this problem. Hallelujah! Handicap, and that so, so I'm talking about the handicap of the immigrant. Another handicap that sometimes I'm talking about handicaps. Sometimes, even sometimes, another handicap that you encounter in life is the handicap of marriage. Marriage can be a handicap. I say marriage can be a handicap. Depending on who you are married to, you are handicapped. Yeah. Especially if you want to do the things of God, ministry. I'm preaching. It's a blessing. You find a good thing. But depending on who, some people, some people, their marriage has become a handicap. Because you married this guy, that was the end of your Christian life, your ministry. Yeah. And you must overcome it. You must find means of, like Abigail, going around neighbor. Because you are truly married to a neighbor. Therefore, find means of going around neighbor. It's a handicap. Don't, don't, don't look at me. Some marriages are handicaps. I'm not saying your marriages, but I say some marriages are handicaps. And if yours is a handicap, just say, help me, Lord. <laughs> because of the marriage that you're going to, One marriage that you go to now, they say you can't talk to your mother. You can't talk to your sister. Isn't that one marriage, oh? Now your mother cannot come. Your sister cannot come. Your brother cannot come. One man, hey! Just by marrying you now, I should disown all my family. That's a handicap. It's a handicap. Just by marrying you now, nobody should call me. It's a, it's a way. I'm telling you, it's a handicap. So you need wisdom. I'm not saying divorce. You need wisdom to go around it. Wisdom to go around it. Wisdom to go around it. Handicap. So one, one marriage that you married, now you are at a risk of getting a disease. Because your husband is sleeping around. Of a lady who told us, Bishop, not me, Bishop, 
that he was dying from HIV. And he said, listen, because I listen to you, I am dying. And Bishop very, very sad. So me, 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 me. If anybody comes to tell, and I've heard it before, my advice, look. Yeah. The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Don't love anybody to the detriment of your life. If he's going to bring you disease, tell him, wear something or Charlie, you are out of this house. <laughs> That's because you came to Jenny and the pastor was preaching that, wife, you must have sex with your husband. Yes! Listen, when we are talking about, it's a handicap. When we are talking about marriage and the rules say, the rules, they are applicable in the arena. If the, the person is outside the arena, the rules. It does not. So, the Bible, when we ask until, even as the, even as Christ, even as Christ is the head as head, they, they, Christ. But if the husband is standing outside Christ, Sister, his only message is he said we should submit. Fine, submit. You are well. And your only verses submit, submit. The Bible says submit. So I told her that go and tell her in the head of the house to provide for his house. So the submission it comes in time to ask for submission. <laughs> You see, I'm telling you something. I'm preaching the gospel. Everything go and check, brother. You see, it's seeing an unbeliever. It's not to divorce. You see, even when you're married to a man that is unbelieving, you by your behavior. The Bible says do not divorce. You see, when you are married to an unbelieving husband, don't leave him. Just by your... Go and read your Bible. It's in the Bible. It says... So the Bible does not endorse divorce in any form or shape. But if the person goes fine. But what about around the handicap? So if... You understand what I'm saying? If you need wisdom to go around this guy, why should you bring your money to a guy so that he chops all your money? I know somebody, the woman brings, the man brings woman to the house. Why you tell me? I say, this is nonsense. You are paying the mortgage and he's bringing another girl to the house. You are a fool. Overcome the handicaps. I say, overcome the handicaps. Overcome, is that what? Overcome the handicaps. Pray for wisdom. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's a handicap. Preaching. Learn. You see, a good marriage can also become a handicap. A good marriage can sometimes lead you to be proud. I know that you are proud. It's just by the grace of God. Don't be too proud. It would just happen that the grace of God is working. But sometimes when you see some people, anyway, you see, this woman, they don't. <laughs> Get your nonsense and go away. It is purely the grace of God. Away. The A1 husband that you got is just the grace of God. And the person that you are criticizing, if you were married to her husband, you would have become a murderer. So take, so take your time. Take it easy. Amen. So I talk about the handicap of an immigrant. The third handicap I want to talk to is the handicap of being a woman. Sometimes the fact that you are a woman is a handicap. 
I'm surprised people are looking at me. Look at salary structure at the top level. For the same degree of qualification, women are paid less than men. Isn't that true? Oh, yeah. Same amount of qualification, but it's because you are a woman, they pay you less. Huh? Yeah. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7, I believe, the handicap of a woman. Just being a woman is a handicap. And you must overcome it. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. It says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace. The woman is described as a weaker vessel. Because you see, if we are going on a long journey, and there are two vehicles, under the same harsh conditions, the weaker vessel will break down. The Bible describes the woman as a weaker vessel. So accept that you are a woman. That you are a woman. And stop fighting for equality. It's not equal. Accept that you are a woman. And stop fighting for equality. We are not equal. We are not equal. Whatever a man can do, me too I can do. Gender rights. There's no gender rights. You are a woman. I'm a man. If you like, let's run and see the difference. Gender right. Let's start running. I will run like this. As soon as you start running, you do this. <laughs> That's the difference. If you like, let's run right now. I will run like this. But when you start running, because you are, and you are handicapped because you need your hand for speed. But other things are taking care of your hand. You see, the Bible says you are a weaker vessel. Accept that handicap. Listen to me carefully. Accept that handicap. And rather use that handicap to your advantage. Are you hearing me, ladies? As I hear me, ladies. As I hear me, ladies. You see, there is a certain grace that comes upon a woman. Because it's a weaker vessel. See, the fact that you are weaker, you are tender, you are loved, you are protected. So, why don't you rather become a woman soft and be protected instead of standing talk to toe with a man? No, no, you don't know. Yeah. Receive the grace to be soft. Every man is looking for a soft object to touch. You have turned yourself into Amatazan. Amatazan or Efua Swasnega. Listen. Brothers, isn't that aren't you, brothers, aren't you looking for something soft to touch? I said, brother, aren't you something soft to touch? You want something gentle, something soft, something that you can hold dear. But this thing that I'm preaching to you. We want something what? Something more. 
You are not married, but you have a lot of debts. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You see, let me, let me tell you something. You can use your womanhood as an advantage. That's what you don't know. If you are a wise woman, instead of opposing and fighting, use it rather as an advantage. Because the fact that you are a woman. You see, all the laws say they are protective for women. All the laws are protective for women. Because they are seen as a weaker vessel. So you can actually use the fact that you are a female as an advantage. Instead of standing toe to toe. It doesn't help. Overcome your handicap. No matter how hard you work, you can be the CEO of Malcolm. When you come home, still learn the basic duties of a wife. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Overcome the handicaps. Tell your neighbor, overcome, overcome. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let me show you briefly how to overcome. There are other things I, can't, I don't have time soon. How to overcome handicaps. Okay, how to overcome your handicaps. Number one, have a can-do attitude. I say have what? I say have what? Yeah. It's possible. Even though I don't have this, it's possible. Even though I wasn't born yet, it's possible. Even though I don't have this degree, it's possible. Even though I didn't have it, it's possible. I can. I can. Always have the attitude. Don't have, don't have the attitude. I can't. I can't. I can. I can. It's possible. It's possible. So that's the first thing. Always have an attitude that look, you can overcome it. I can do it. He that overcome it, I can do it. I don't have the degree, but I can. I don't have the qualification, but I can. I don't have the paper, but I can. And see, that attitude alone puts you through the doorway. But I can. I can. I can do it. Don't be somebody who gives up easily and explain your failure. You see, when you explain your failure, it will be understood, but you will not be rewarded. I keep on telling you, it will be understood, but you will not be rewarded. So I can. How I can do attitude? Number one. Hallelujah. Number two. Recognize. See, recognize that many have handicaps and that you are not alone. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12. Second Timothy 3 12. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12. Yea, and all. The word is all. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ shall suffer. Not few. Not only you. The word is what? I say the word is what? Why am I sharing this point with you? You see, recognize recognize that many have handicaps. Sometimes the reason why you think you cannot do it because you think you don't have the problem. But what you do not, the guy next to you has the same problem. Or even worse. Yeah. The same thing that you are using as an excuse not to do, somebody has it. So recognize, see, recognize that you are not the only one with a handicap. You are not. 
and it's still somebody next to have the same problem. There is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. That which has been is that which will be. What you are complaining about, somebody has the same problem. And sometimes knowing that, you see, it's because the, you see, the depression and the sadness, it comes when you think you are alone. You see, the reason why you are depressed and you are sad is because you think you are alone. But when you know that you are not alone, it gives you comfort. For example, if you, if you fill an exam, you see, if you fill an exam, you're usually sad. But when you find out this one also failed, this one also failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sort of like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it cushions you a little bit. Oh, but when you find out you are the only one who failed, it's very painful. But when you look at oh, this one, oh, this one, oh, yeah, <laughs> then you are all cool. Recognize that you are not alone. You are not alone in that problem. Many, many, dead and them. Yeah, all that will God love shall suffer. Many, many. You are not alone. You are not the, same, the only person with that problem. With that problem. <laughs> My father abused me as a child. Fine, it's a painful situation. But you are not the only person. There are other people who have succeeded in spite of their parents abusing them. Recognize it. You're not alone. Yeah. Because I knew of a pastor who was having serious marital problem. So he picked up the phone and called his colleague pastor in London. Hello? Red. He said, Charlie, long time we'll say you're fine. Talk to Charlie. It's not easy. Talk, 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 talk. All the problems his wife is giving him. And then when he finished, expecting counsel from the other pastor in London, Charlie, nowhere cool. <laughs> the answer he gave the other guy was, Charlie, nowhere cool. As you are complaining in the US, the same fire is in London. <laughs> so, so, so take your trial like that. <laughs> and immediately, yes, nowhere cool. Yeah. You are not alone. So don't use it as an excuse. Amen. Amen. Always recognize. Hallelujah. Number three. In your handicaps and in your weakness, learn to rely on the invincible hand of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Learn to rely on the invincible hand of God. Amen. There is something called grace. I said there's something called what? I said there's something called what? Hey, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 8. 2 Corinthians 12, verse number 8. Paul was talking about a problem. Paul was talking about a problem. Something, a difficulty. He was talking about a handicap. A challenge. And he said, for this thing, I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. Next verse. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather rejoice in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. 
Next verse. Therefore, I take pleasure. Paul was complaining. He was whining. God, take this problem. And he said, my grace. My grace is what? My grace is what? There is something called sufficient grace. There is something called sufficient grace. Grace enough to let you overcome that barrier. May you have sufficient grace. May, may you receive sufficient grace. It's in the Bible. It's called sufficient. God said that even though you don't add up to, I am going to give you sufficient grace. Grace to overcome. Verse 8. Go back to verse 8. This verse. Stay there. My grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. Church, are you hearing me? There is something called the supernatural hand. There is something called the invisible power. Lord, you know my situation. Lord, you know my job. Lord, you know this marriage. Lord, you know my child. Lord, but I, I, I have prayed about it. I have fasted about it. It's still not going. And God said, yes, it's not going, but I can give you sufficient grace to overcome. May you receive sufficient grace. I said, may you receive sufficient grace. This verse, it explains to you and I that sometimes this is the reason why some problems don't go away from our life. But even though the problems did not go away, they didn't become a handicap because he gave us grace that even though with the problem, we still manage to do what we are doing. So the problem never became a handicap because it didn't go away, but it never became a handicap because he gave you sufficient grace to move along in spite of the problem. He's able. I say he's able. I say he's able. I say he's able. I say he's able. Grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. May you receive sufficient grace. I say may you receive sufficient grace. I say may you receive sufficient grace. Handicaps. Challenges. Look, I give you a sort of can do. Recognize your uh, uh, handicap. Many are, you're not the only person, sufficient grace. And uh, the, la- the last thing I'll talk about is sometimes to overcome your handicap, you need to op- undergo a radical change. Sometimes to overcome your handicap, you need to undergo a radical change. And that's also one of the wisdom of the snake. The snake is the only animal that can shed its whole skin. No other animal can shed its own skin. The whole skin. But a snake, from time to time, it removes the whole skin. How many have seen, how many have seen a, a, a snake's skin before? Have you seen a dog skin before? A cat skin before? Yeah. It's the only animal. See, and removing your whole skin is not easy. It's painful. Some of you ladies, even if I come and say remove your hair, it will be a problem. If I say take off your jacket, 
Monday you may come, but if I say take off your blouse, it will be a problem. Your husband will sue me. <laughs> yeah. So removing your skin, you see, remove, think about it, removing your skin. But, for, but the, the snake goes through that so that it can go through growth and development without shedding the old skin. It cannot progress. And sometimes you need to remove your skin. You have to go through a radical change. Yes, you have, even though you did accounting and sewing in Ghana, accounting and sewing doesn't pay. So you, when you come here, a radical change, you go and study mathematics and become a nurse. Total deviation from your career. Don't say that, well, as for me, I was this. This is, this is what um, I did. Uh, uh, I did literature. So, but literature doesn't pay. There's no pay. So, even though you did literature, when you come, say, what happened? Radical change. You, who was a, a literature lecturer, suddenly you take pharmacology books, then you are studying pharmacy. A radical change. I'm preaching. Sometimes you need to go through that. You need to go that. You need to go to a radical change. Total change in career. Total change in vision. Yeah. Brand new. Yeah. Total change. A radical change. Completely shed off. See, shed off. I'm a madam. What's on my Australia? Yes, you, you were a madam. You were a boss. You had servants. But over here, madam does not work here. <laughs> madam does not work here. Boss doesn't work here. So you better begin to undergo a radical change. Begin to take off those nails and get to the dishwasher and do your hair. Because madam does not work here. But I'm even speaking more in terms of even career. Some of you need to go through a radical change. Yeah. You need to make it 180 degrees from what you know and embark on something new. Otherwise, you will not see a certain growth. You must overcome that handicap by radical change. Masters of radical change. Yeah. Yeah. Masters. Oh, I'm a businessman. Yes, you are a businessman. Import, import, import and export. You are a businessman. You had, you had a briefcase and portfolio going around. What do you do? I import spare parts. But here, they don't sell spare parts here. They don't sell spare parts here. <laughs> they don't sell spare parts in America. <laughs> I'm preaching. Because you are a co-woman. Who imports? <laughs> and enroll and do some studying. If you want to succeed. Hallelujah. Yeah. Radical change. Me, I know people, look, I know people, I know people, I know a guy who, who did, he did law, he's not a pharmacist. I know people who have switched completely. Yeah, he was a lawyer, he's not a total pharmacist. I know someone who did business, who's doing something totally different. 
Radical change. Radical change. It's called a radical change. Shut up your skin so you can get a new skin and move on. I'm preaching to those in the corner. Radical change. This one, radical change. Radical change. I should tell them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, church. The word is he that overcome. So no matter your handicaps, no matter your challenges, develop a can-do attitude. That yes, this is there, but by the grace of God, 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 I can overcome it. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Makandoli Mama. Mama Mama Shamari Mama Mama Mama. What's wrong? Let the church say. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. For God has spoken. Let the church. Sing it again. Let the church say amen. Masters of radical change. Masters of overcoming handicaps. There is something called grace sufficient to overcome the problem. Yes, Lord. Spoken, let the church. The spirit is saying. The spirit is saying. The spirit of God is saying. I know you have challenges. I know you have problems. But he that overcome it. But he that overcome it. But he that overcome it. He shall be rewarded. God has spoken. Let the church. the tree of life. He that overcometh, to him, I will let him eat the manna of bread. Church, the spirit is saying, you have challenges. You have problems. I can understand your failure. But the spirit is saying, there is grace sufficient to overcome. Lift up your eyes onto the hills. Ask for invisible help. Overcome that challenge. For he that overcometh, I shall make him sit at my right side. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. God has spoken. Let the church. So let the church.
Somebody here, you've been one, thinking about career change. You've been thinking about career change, and every time you think about it, you say it's too long. I've wasted too much time. I've invested too much time in the old one. It's too long. I'm too old. But this afternoon, the Spirit of God is saying that go ahead, move with speed, move with speed, move with speed, for I will be with you. Grace sufficient will help you to go through. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Thank you. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You have not received Jesus Christ as your personal savior. There is grace for salvation. When you hear the word of his voice, harden not your heart. Please, I want everybody to close your eyes. It's a very important part of the service. This is a private part of the service. You want to be born again. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to become a Christian. You want your sins to be washed away. You want your sins to be washed away. You want to go to heaven when you die. You need the help of God in your life. If this is you this afternoon, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Lift up your hand. I want to see your hand go up. Because if your hand doesn't go up, I wouldn't know. You are not a Christian. You are not a Christian. You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. This is the most important decision you ever take for your life. This is the most important decision. So this afternoon, don't joke with it. For the Spirit of God is speaking. The Spirit of God is speaking. Answer the call. Answer the call, please. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. If you are serious, let your hand go above your head and I'll pray for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for those ones who are here. Let none live here without being saved. And I pray may the grace of salvation reach all of them in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.